0: All right, this episode, I do a lot of rambling. I go just bounce around from topic to topic. It's like I just was driving, and I just wanted to let my mind just go wherever it needed to go. And so instead of trying to remember my train of thought, I just let it go crazy like down the 80 rabbit hole. So if you feel like I didn't expound on something and you would like me to do an episode on whatever I was rambling about, let me know. I love you guys. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona Podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh yeah. Sometimes I like to get on social media and just go to pages where I think somebody is doing a really good thing. They're a good person, they're like talking about things that need to be talked about, and they're basically like breaking down barriers and boundaries in between real connection. And like I like to go on their accounts and just comment, and I know a lot of like the really big people don't read comments, but lot of like the semi big people do still and they still interact and those are my favorite because you can influence them in a positive way like me and Kelsey were joking this morning like you know what I am I'm an influencer for the influencers I try to have a positive influence on them so that they feel good and keep doing what they're doing because then I'll help boost their confidence so the more of us that go on and comment and tell these people that they're doing a, an amazing job like I went on so Cam Haynes, that dude's the fucking coolest dude ever. He's uh, like I, I would say up until recently like I was kind of envious of his life in like a way where like I could have that guy's life and then you try to step into like how hardcore that guy is and it's fucking amazing, it's like amazing. The guy, so he does these ultra marathons, one's like in Moab where it's 240 miles long. Like it takes these guys like three days to do this shit. Like, so him and David Goggins were who I listened to at first. Like um, when I was getting into the running, just trying to turn my life around. Like, I was listening to David Goggins, Cameron Haynes, and just trying to build, like, a really strong mental, like, a really strong mind, I guess, and I said something to him on his stories, and I just said, like, hey, I just want you to know that, like, you're doing a good job, basically, thank you, keep doing it. And then like his slogan's like keep hammering. So then you can do like hashtag like keep hammering. And then he'll respond like in your comments with like a hammer. Or like I asked him to like about alcohol because sometimes I drink too much and I don't like when it starts to consume my life. So he gave up alcohol. A lot of these guys like Theo Vaughn is sober. I was listening to, uh, yeah, John Mulvaney, he's sober. Uh, Dax Shepard, I think he's in AA. A lot of these guys are in AA. Um, I listened to the Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy. He's going to AA. But I basically asked this guy, like, hey, how'd you give up alcohol? Like, what was your reasoning? And then he responded to me and said, I just... I was making decisions and doing things that I didn't like. And then I was sick and tired of, like, regretting things and doing things that I, like, felt like I needed to be sorry about. But he's just a good dude. He's a really good guy. And so if I could have any recommendation for anybody listening to my podcast, if you really find value in those people, you should share their stuff. You should like and comment on their stuff. And I'm not talking about me, I swear to God. Like this whole time, I'm talking about like the people you find value in. Like Cam Haynes, if you find... I think a lot of people are like split on Goggins. Goggins is just like this like run until you die mentality. Not till you die, but like keep going. There's no finish line, just keep pushing. But he's very extreme and does like just insane amount of physical like exertion which i think a lot of people are concerned that he's doing too much and he's it's not a good influence but it's making people like be too extreme which is in my opinion is taking away too much time from like other things that maybe sh- deserves your your time more like, that's how i look at it like i can see it from both sides is because if I wanted to hang with the Goggins I would have to be running like three to probably two to three four hours every single day and lifting and just I'd be away a lot with like family stuff but I guess if you turn that into like eight hour I mean he's he's made that his career now so I think a lot of us look at Goggins like it's not fair I guess but then what he does to motivate people to see what their potential is. is crazy. Like, I ran that 100-mile race only to find out what David Goggins felt. I really wanted to know, like, what did David Goggins feel? How much pain was that? That must have been insane. So I wanted to go fill it, and I did, and it was really fucking hard. And I feel like I broke one of my shins. And put some blisters like the size of some tennis balls on my palms of my feet I had to get crutches it was pretty miserable but I went to that place like I gotta go there I gotta see it I gotta feel like what it's like to run on broken legs for 26 miles like that guy talks about his time in the seals and he basically had broken legs he would not give up and so I don't know I just always thought like that's impossible like how can you like work on broken legs and I think once you take your mind you really can do mind over matter you can train your mind to be really really calloused and strong and I think David Goggins just proves that like your mind is more valuable than like your matter at least like I don't know what I'm saying really but in my head this all makes perfect sense and I guess what I'm trying to say is David Doggins is a really good person to follow because he proves to us that it is possible to be like a William Wallace type warrior, like where somebody is like torturing you and you can, for what you believe in or what you're trying to do, you can fight through any amount of pain to achieve what your like goals are. Like William Wallace was his fight for freedom. Like he gave his life to fight for freedom. Braveheart, it's one of my favorite movies um like martin luther king gave his life like think about all the people that gave their lives for something like i think they kind of had similar mindsets to like a david doggins to where it was we can withstand anything because this is bigger than us how cool of a belief would that be huh that'd be a pretty cool belief Do you know what else is very interesting and a cool belief that I'm starting to form and finally be able to step into? Is living in the now, living in the right now, right now in this moment, like driving this car, looking at that flag, seeing this big rock, like reading these signs, seeing these people drive by me and see how crazy I am because I'm talking and not waiting for anybody to talk back to me. It's weird, right? Like, this experience we're having as humans is like, so bizarre. so bizarre. Gotta enjoy it. But the belief that I think you should try to form is live right now. You might not have tomorrow. You might not have another hour, two hours, like in my neighborhood. Right to where I live. Like, I said this already on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. But uh, the 7-Eleven, a car ran through it. Imagine you're working there and a car just slams through it. Bam! Fucking hit you. I say you don't die, but you get seriously injured. It's like your life could end a million times within your life. Just because death comes, it doesn't mean that there's not, like, rebirths throughout life. That's my belief, I guess, that I'm forming right now while I'm talking to you guys. But that you, like, so let's say, like, you got an injury and then all of a sudden you're paralyzed. That's a new life. That's new relationships. That's new activities. That's new, like, it's a death of an old version of you. Like, I talked to the one-armed skydiver, Tommy Ferguson. That guy was cool. I don't do a very good job keeping in touch with my guests because just so you guys know, if you still listen, I don't believe in myself. Like, I don't believe that I should be in the spotlight or should be given like a platform to have a voice because there's a part of me that thinks that I'm a bad person. And I think that comes from making decisions that go against what people i love think are bad decisions does that make sense so people look at me like i'm a bad influence or maybe like i'm apostate or maybe i'm ruining marriages or maybe i'm doing things to make things worse for people and so like a little bit of the belief that they have towards me is it rubs off on me and then part of me thinks that like they're not even having these thoughts it's all it's all in my head i saw this scripture though So I have this guy that I, like, loved. He's this Mormon guy. Um, Him and I used to golf together. I felt like we were, like, really close. I could still call him. We could be, like, really friendly. But he put something on social media, and it was just a scripture that was highlighted. And it said, basically, people are going to turn away from the truth. And they're going to, like, start to believe in their own thoughts and their own misguided what was it they're gonna be they're gonna start to believe in their own misguided thoughts I think that's what it was something like about that but I looked at that and I was like it's so sad people think I'm like lost people think that like I'm like trying to like persuade somebody to be this way or that way like all I believe is that like I don't believe Mormonism is like 100% the truth that's it I think that it has like a lot of good and there's a lot of truths within it, but I think there's a lot of truths and good within like everything. And like my one goal with like everything I do is to connect deeper to everybody. Like I see like the person that's on meth that has four kids out of like wedlock and Like, you look back to a decision that they made that kind of led them down the path that they don't even want to be on. And you have empathy for them because they are pretty much just like you. Like, you could have made the same decision that they made that ruined their life, but, like, for whatever reason, you were blessed to not make that decision. You said no. Like, but the reason you said no is because you were raised with a lot of different values and a lot of different rules and a lot of different this and that and so you can't judge anybody like you might have had the courage to say no because of your upbringing doesn't make you better than that person maybe that person didn't even know that was an option maybe if they ever said no they got beat or sexually abused or something like horrible happened to them and so they were trained it's kind of what we are animals like we're like dogs we get trained to be a certain way if somebody says no and you get punched in the face you're gonna start to say yes if you say no and somebody's screaming and saying like going crazy like you're gonna start to say yes and I think We are all in this life together. We all live a million deaths. Like, the only thing you don't have is perspective on the other people. Like, if you had perfect perspective, if you grew up and walked every single step they've ever taken in their shoes, that's the only way you know who they were. You don't know, like, that five minutes when they got alone with the guy, like a girl, and the guy's like, you're a fucking whore. Took a little piece of their soul away with one quick little, one quick little jab. Like you don't know the person that was a hundred pounds dating somebody, married to somebody that's 250, 300 pounds, six foot five. Girl's five foot two, 100 pounds, getting beaten, told. If you say anything, I will kill you. I'll kill you. Are you gonna risk it? Are you gonna risk that people are gonna be there for you to actually help you out? You're probably gonna keep your mouth shut. Train, we're all trained differently. Like For me, I, when I was growing up, I just learned that you say that the church is true, you believe that your church is true, and that's what we do and we don't say otherwise because if we do that makes everybody else uncomfortable and I was like fuck that like I'm uncomfortable not saying what I think I'm gonna say what I think it's gotta finally fucking come out there's gonna be a lot of fucks involved and I'm fucking sorry about the fucks but fuck like you don't know me nobody knows me even like my closest people don't know me they don't know all the thoughts I have when I'm at the gym by myself they don't know all the podcasts I listen to they don't know all the like intricate things that go in my head they don't know about all the times where I wonder if my family sometimes would be better off without me I don't think that like very often but there's times where it goes through my head you know And I don't feel like it's wrong of me to say that, and I don't think I'm suicidal. I think it's a thought, and I think when you have hardships, like I would say, I'm in a good financial position in life, but the more, it just seems to be the more you make, the more, like, your life. They always say, like, your lifestyle kind of stays the same. I think that's what it is. But then, like, your things just get a little bit, like, more expensive. But I would say, like, you got, like, financial struggles or this or that. And, like, little things about people. Like, for me, I can't, like, do whatever I want financially. I don't have that kind of money. And a lot of times I feel like... I beat myself up about not being able to provide, like, this person, that person, or... Sorry, I'm getting into my neighborhood now. This neighborhood makes me feel kind of uncomfortable. It's like all older people. So I have them, like, waving at me and stuff. They're nice, but they're... They kind of come after us about... I think because we're so young. It's kind of like a retirement community. So I think I just look weird with my weird hair and my sun, my my earrings and my all my stuff that I got going on. But I lost my train of thought. But I'm gonna just finish with one quick thought, and that would be my outward appearance that I currently have going right now. Um. So, because I always cared so much what people thought about me it was always really easy for me with my looks my looks were kind of what like got me through and it's weird to say as a guy but it was like true I felt like I was good looking and not to try to be conceited or like sometimes I feel like being like really good looking is like almost like a curse because people look at you like you're privileged and that you're getting by on your looks and then So anyway, I felt like I was getting by on my looks. I feel like the stereotype, like I fit the stereotype. I was like a little party man, like hooking up, doing this and that. And kind of built my identity around this like cool guy. Like this cool guy. And then when I had to shave my head, I bicked my head. I didn't have to, but we all shaved our heads with my son. I couldn't go as far as to shave my beard because I'm too... uh, What's the word? To, uh, into myself? You know? Which is sad. I just hate the way I look with a shaved face. So, anyway, I shaved my head, but it changed the way people, like, perceived me. And it was hard for me because I was, like, I'm used to getting, like, hit on. I'm used to, like, being noticed. And, like, it's where I got a lot of, like, my confidence was from you had to notice me for me to feel like i had value and so i think that's where my affair comes into place but basically i started to shift my look to what i look like now because like this is what i like i would say if i wanted to fit into this neighborhood better i could cut my hair i could style it i could wear like nice button up shirts and slacks and Like I could really fit the look that I know would be like, oh, okay, like we trust him. But I know that like, I'm still me. I'm still like a good person. And so it's hard for me not to just be okay looking the way I want to look. And so I just don't want to change myself ever for somebody else and it's very freeing and I would really like recommend people um, take the time to get to know yourself and really love yourself because it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun like being the only one that loves you and being okay with that like I was lucky I had my children when I was going through my divorce and like all that stuff but like I mean I always know my mom loves me but like I don't really have a close relationship with my dad I don't know if I've mentioned this yet but he's just got he's got uh, he's in jail he's got sentenced to basically prison for life he's waiting for his sentencing date but i don't know i just i didn't trust anybody i didn't like open up to anybody and i just was very like in my own head and i had to go deep and i had to work really fucking hard to like love myself for a long time i was like tyler like everything you think is fucked up everything that you believe in is like wrong and you're just an asshole and you're taking people away from the truth and like I started to see that stuff on social media like I feel like people are trying to put fear into people that are already in fear like Christian people posting like things like Jesus is coming back you need to come back to Jesus and it's like that type of stuff is like you're just preying on the weak and the vulnerable and like trying to get people to make a decision just to make your organization like a little bit bigger like sometimes i feel like it's genuine and they really do feel like jesus is the savior of the world but at a time when like maybe you don't believe in jesus like myself and i see the wars and stuff going on and the attacks on israel and it's horrible i can't help but like feel like everything you've ever learned like what if this was true what if this was true what if this was true true? and When in reality, like deep down in your heart, you know that like, like for me personally, I just know I'm a good person. I know I'm a really good person. I have a really good heart. If you ever take the time to get to know me one on one, you'll like me a lot. You really will. And I feel like not enough people out there let people be who they're supposed to be. Anyway, that's all my thoughts. (laughs) That's so all over the place. Hit me up, because I'm sure you guys are going to be like, do you want to finish this thought, and this thought, and this thought, and this thought, and this thought? (laughs) So yeah, do that. kingofcorona2020 at gmail.com If you want me to expound on anything that I talked about, because I did bounce all over the place, hit me up. Love you guys.